Hey kids, this is me guys, we're about to back another super exciting, super great episode of World's Famous. We're gonna do all kinds of cool stuff today. We're gonna open up a Motu. We're gonna open up some trading cards. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. It's gonna be a heck of a lot of fun. But first, Grandmaster Grandpa, kick the boot. Okay, I see robot. I am on the tech 12. End no bat chicken wing. The world's famous IC Robots show. As we enter the scene, we are on the moon base. IC Robots is reunited with his longtime friend and robot, Iceberg 13. Let's listen in. IC Robots, it has been over a year since I last spoke to you. How are you, my friend? Man, it is great to see you, and dude, I'm doing great, man. Things are looking up. This past year has been hard being down there, stuck at home, doing all that stuck-at-home show stuff, but, like, I'm really glad to be vaccinated. I'm glad that life's going back to normal. I'm glad to, uh, glad to be back here at work, but, uh, man, things are, uh, things sure don't seem the same. I have so much to tell you about what's been going on here. It has been a very eventful year. What is going on in here? I thought that I told you no talking and the first thing that you do after I leave us talk to this numbskull. Iceberg how dare you come in here and chit chat. Yes sir, I am sorry. Get back to your hole now and keep on cleaning those vents, the Johnny coins cannot mind themselves. Right away sir, I shall go back there now. Hey man, you can't treat Iceberg like that. He's been working here for a long, like forever, man. He was working here longer than me. He's been working here longer than you. You should treat that guy with some respect. He and I have been through a lot together. We've defended this moon base from alien space pirate attacks at least twice. Yes, I've heard about that, but I doubt that it was you who defended the base. All Pooptronics stations are equipped with the latest defense technology. Now back to work or I will have to call the base security here now to settle you down. We live life, a quarter mile at a time. Now let's return to Earth. Let's open a pack of weird trading cards. Manudo, Mina, Pepsi, that, uh, that song kind of slaps. What we got right here, right in my hand, is an unopened pack of Manudo trading cards from way back in. I actually don't see the year on here. Let's, uh, let's dig a little closer. These are from 1983. Your boy was 10 years old at the time. Man, Manudo was like... They were like a sensation in that era. They had a cartoon... They had, like, a TV show. They were on commercials. They were, like, they were, like, everywhere. Up until that time, the only Menudo I knew 
was the soup. The soup known as menudo that we used to eat at the house every now and again. Menudo is made from like, made from like hominy. The uh, Native Americans call hominy maize. Us uh, Americans call it corn. It also has a uh, tripe, which is like, um, it's like cow's stomach, like the lining of a cow's stomach. And it's not, it's not my favorite soup of all the soups. I'm more of a pasole guy, honestly. My favorite soup is probably like Campbell's chicken stars, maybe Campbell's chicken rice, maybe chunky beef. I don't know, one of those. I should do a top five. Top five soups of all the times and spaces. But uh, back back to Menudo, man. Menudo was like, they were quite a sensation, dude. They came out with this trading card set, of which I am going to open up right now. This one still has gum in it. Some soft bazooka gum. I think I paid $1.99 on the ebay for this let's uh the gum is in shards let's pour these shards out i'm gonna i'm gonna take one of these shards and i'm gonna chew it right now we're gonna see what this is like hold on one sec oh did you hear that did you hear that crunch that wasn't the gum that was my teeth i'm gonna have to go to the dentist to get that uh get that fixed let me see what we got in these cards let's get them all all face up and we're gonna take a look at these here is menudo card i believe this one is a sticker and it has all the guys in swimsuits. Not something that I would want to stick. Here's a card of uh, the whole group. And it says, To the fans of rock and roll, Menudo is a return to the beauty and harmony of an earlier age. I would not call Menudo rock and roll, but hey man, whatever floats your boat. Here is, here's an individual card of one of the members of Menudo. This is card number uh, 64. The one we're actually looking for would be card number one. I, I've kind of started thinking about this, um... I think I might start getting into non-sports cards, rookie cards. Like the first time any character ever appeared on a card. And I looked at the uh I looked at the checklist, the checklist of Menudo cards. And the first one as a group was card number one, Menudo. And then there's also card number 48, which is the first appearance of Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin went on to do uh, you know, he sang the song Live in La Vida Loca. I would say he's the biggest star out of the group. He's still around today. I saw him on Entertainment Tonight just the other day. Let's see what else we got here. This is card number, this is card number 14. It's a photo of the group performing in concert. Here's card number 15. They're all wearing like cowboy shirts. Man, I, uh, I gotta say, this is not a very attractive group of dudes. This guy, not great looking. This guy, not great looking. This guy, not great looking. This guy's hideous. This guy's not great looking either. Here's card number is this card number 48? The first card where Ricky Martin appeared by himself? It might be. Is that Ricky Martin? I can't see. Here's card number two. Much to the delight of fans, Menudo will soon release their newest and most ambitious record yet with English lyrics. Here is a Menudo card of a guy with no shirt on. This is Charlie of Menudo's. These are, these cards are making me feel uncomfortable. Menudo is more than just music. This is card number 27. I don't like this one either. Here's another picture of the group on stage. Here's another of them on stage. Here's another one of them. I, I'm underwhelmed by these cards, to be honest with you. Much like I was underwhelmed by Menudo back in the day. Let's see, which one of these are stickers? How many? There's one sticker. I got this one sticker here. Which one was it? Let me find it again in here. It's a sticker of the group. I think, I think I'm going to end up giving all of these to the old wife. She said that she was way into Menudo back in the day. I, myself, was not... Not into the soup. The only reason I bought these cards was because... Listen to this. Can you hear that? That's the gum going into the garbage. The wrapper's pretty cool, though. I like... I like the graphics on these old Tops wrappers. But to be honest, I can't pick Ricky Martin out of any of these guys. 
tell you the truth. I know what he looks like now. He's quite a quite a heartthrob, but I cannot pick him out of this group photo. I would not be able to tell. They're all quite unattractive uh, young men. And Ricky Martin grew up to be quite a heartthrob, so I don't know how that worked out, but it worked out well for him. Let's, uh, let's move forward in the show. I might just end up tossing all these Menudo cards into, uh, into El Garbage Con. Let's move forward. There is only one man who can strike fear in the hearts of the mutants. Only one man with the power to seize control of the tri-solar galaxy. No matter what it takes. Only the most powerful man in the universe. He-Man. This is the Mo2 Minute with the man who sold Kaldor the acid that burnt off his face. I see robots. Hey, this is me, and I am back, and I apologize for doing two segments in a row where I'm opening things up, but this just kind of came out of nowhere. I had a whole nother segment in, in place of this, but I was over at the Walmart, and I found something that I wanted to open right here and now. I honestly, like, for the most part, I only open up things on the show. Like, I'll buy something, and then I kind of wait till I'm opening it up with you guys. I want to... I want to share my love. I want to share my joy with all you people out there. All you folks who also like toys. Let me, uh, let me reach around this way. I apologize for doing this. I'm leaning away from the mic. I'm such an amateur when it comes to this production stuff. But we went to the Target. We went to the Target in Cottingtown. We didn't find anything. We went over to the Target in, uh, Ronard Park. We went to the Target on Santa Rosa Avenue. And all we were finding were, like, He-Man, Skeletor, Battle Cat and the um, Sky Sled, the Sky Sled that I already have that comes with Prince Adam. We were finding those at every store, but none of the other figures, none of the ancillary characters. I'm also, I'm looking for this two-pack that has Kaldor. Kaldor is like the early version of Skeletor before he melted his face off, and the early version of Trapjaw, who goes by the name of Cronus. This is him before he got his face blown off. This is a pre-disfigurement two-pack. It's a Target exclusive, but I have not found this anywhere. Like, anywhere. This one is, like, super hard to find, dudes. No one's finding it in any of their Targets. If you see it there, consider yourself lucky. Buy it and go about your day considering that you have won a, a big victory or two in the name of toy goodness. I, I also decided, hey, let's just go to the Walmart, man. Let's go there as well and kind of just, let's do the circuit. Let's do the whole circuit so at least we can say we didn't leave any stones unturned. Let's go turn the final stone over. We also were in that neighborhood, so it wasn't like anything weird. We had to get some Febreze as well, too. We yeah, ran out of Febreze. But I decided to dip into the toy section first, which I always do. And I found something that uh, that I was not earlier into, but now am, in fact, into quite a bit. And this is a Master of the WWF Universe Rowdy Roddy Piper. It's a Motu scale Rowdy Roddy Piper made up like a He-Man character. When these first came out... I got to admit, I wasn't into him. I saw him on the racks a few times. I saw Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, and all these guys. And I just, like, I wasn't into it. I just wasn't into it. I thought it was silly. But then I went home, and I kind of I kind of ruminated. I kind of thought about it. And I said, you know, back in the day when you were a kid and you were playing with your Motus, if they told you that they were going to make some of your favorite WWF wrestlers come into the Motu world and fight it out with He-Man and Skeletor, there is no doubt that you would have been all over that as much as you had been on anything like ever in the history of your life those are like your two favorite things dude wrestling superstars and also motu so i 
I flipped the script. I'm not going to, like, try to complete sets or anything, but if I see one that I like, if it's somebody I like, like a grappler I am in love with, I shall get it. I have, I also have Bill Goldberg. They have a Bill Goldberg that's a Ram Man, and I bought him uh, during the hiatus. I should, I should also mention that this uh, Rowdy Roddy isn't the first one that I've gotten. But we went to the Walmart, and all they had was the aforementioned Skeletors and the He-Man. They had Battle Cat, and they had, uh, I think that might be it. As far as that goes. But they did have some WWF Motus. They had Roddy Piper. And they also had Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is made up like uh, like Tila. But without the headdress. Also in this set. They have an NWO Macho Man Randy Savage. And Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. With some kind of like a, like a dragon on his back. A dragon backpack. I did not see that. I only saw the Piper and the Becky Lynch. I've seen Becky Lynch before. And haven't bought her. I think that I would. I think that I would get that one if there was like nothing else there that I wanted. I, I could go for it. But I, I'm like a giant mark for Rowdy Roddy Piper. Back when I was in junior high. And this was like my early days of wrestling fandom. Like 6th, 7th grade. I was like transitioning in to the junior high days. Rowdy Roddy Piper was my number one dude. He was like my favorite wrestler of all the wrestlers. This is the early... WWF Hot Rod Piper before he even had the Hot Rod shirt. He had the shirt with like the panther on it and he wore that kilt and stuff. I just thought he was like the coolest guy. It was so dope that like he was always antagonizing Hulk Hogan who I hated. Like I hated from the bottom of my heart. He was always antagonizing Hogan but Hogan could never beat him. He was like the one dude that never not never got the leg dropped on him and pinned one two three in the middle. Everyone else King Kong Bundy defeated Killer Khan defeated everybody who came in his face got defeated except for the hot rod rowdy roddy piper so he was just like he was like my dude he was like the one villain who could stand up there with hulk trade blows and not lose i thought he was just the coolest he had a big mouth he had a kilt i thought the kilt was cool if i could have found one if i could have got away with it i might have wore a kilt to school i I honestly, I don't even know why the kilt never caught on. It seems comfortable. Seems like, seems like it's easy breezy. Sure, a kilt could be, uh, considered like a, like a girl's clothes, like a skirt. But all that is, is just like perception, man. All it would take is for everybody to say, I don't care. And then that is no longer in effect. Let's bust into Rowdy Piper. I always call him Rowdy Piper. His name is Rowdy Roddy Hot Rod Piper. Let's pop him open. Arthur Franz really switchblade in full effect. We're going to get into the card here. You know, I don't even think I need the switchblade. I'm not going to, uh, I might need him in a sec, but we're just going to pull him off the card. I'm not going to, like, I don't feel the need to keep this. It comes with a comic that has Mr. T fighting it out with, a uh, Hot Rod Piper. Mr. T is the crown jewel of this set. He's the one that everybody wants. I've seen him go for, like... 90 bucks online. He's cool, though. He's a cross between Fisto and Jitsu. Like, he has the Fisto fist and the Jitsu chop. He's like a master of all strikes. So, pulling him out here. He had a hard time. He had some bands. His body came apart. Let's put this back in here. Then we'll put this in here together. And now he is complete. He is a Rowdy Roddy Piper. He has, he has a chest plate. Like an armored plate. Let me get this band off him. And then he has like a small little weapons pack. Let's let's open this. Do we need the switch to get into this? Nah, we should be good. Let's get into this right here. There we go. There was actually a little clasp on the bottom that I didn't see that was uh, making it difficult to get him get him out. This one's holding on tight though. This one shoulder piece. Got it. He is out. He's not out yet. I spoke too soon. But you can um you can take these two plates, and I guess they're interchangeable in some way. Let's see. This one pops out. The one that says Hot Rod. 
And then we got another additional hot rod. But then you also have a battle damaged hot rod that can slide in its place. And in it, it looks like it looks like he's been getting gouged with some kind of a blade. If you if you don't put any of the armor on him, if you just kind of keep him like this to have it all off, he's just like a wrestling version of Roddy Piper. He has his blue trunks, he has boots, wrestling boots, and knee pads. Like you could take him into your AWA Rimcos. The 80s wrestling figures that I love a lot. You could take him and put it with your Rimcos and you would have a hot rod piper. But let's let's put a, let's put his kilt back on. He has like a little armored kilt piece. So we'll put that on there. We'll put his armor. He's the battle damaged rowdy roddy piper. We'll put that on. And then we'll put this back on around his form right. Then let's give him his axe. His big blue axe. Cool. He's a pretty fun figure. One of the main reasons I got him, besides the fact that I'm, like, such a big fan of uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, was that I, I'm i short on bad guys. If Skeletor and his boys had to go head up with He-Man, they would probably get murked. Do you hear me throw all that stuff away? They're just, like, they're under, like, a two-on-one advantage. So now they've got, at least they've gotten Rowdy Roddy Piper on their squad. So that's a, that's a big one. Could he go toe-to-toe -to -toe with He-Man? Very likely. Would he put He-Man over? Highly unlikely, I would say. So in the cartoon, he'd probably have it in his contract that, like, look, I'll fight He-Man. I'll fight him, but I'm not going to put him over. He's not going to win. He's not going to beat me, ever. Like, ever. Because he's smart enough to know that once he's defeated, they're not going to want him back. And he wants to come back and make more money at the world of Eternia. His armor fell off. The battle damage part fell off. Let me put that back on. Because he's been in the fight. He's a Scotsman and he loves to fight. He's been out there fighting. And now this is damage. Let's see. Click, click, click. Man, this is taking a long time. I'm such a dullard when it comes to these things. Like, I'm so uncoordinated. But it could also be said that I'm trying to talk while doing this at the same time. And there is an argument to be said for that. I'm actually doing like two or three things at once. I'm watching the meters. I'm doing this. This has gone on a lot longer than I, than I thought it would. And I apologize for that, my guys. A do, a do, a pull, a joys. Uh, you know what I saw the other day? Big Bad Toy Store has an exclusive of an Eternian guard in the uh, He-Man Motu Classics line. These are like on the same scale. They're pretty much the same. They cost a little bit more than the uh, retro actions, the ones that I have in my here, but the, in my hand here. But a uh, very cool figure, Big Bad Toy Store exclusive. This is off the rails. Let's uh, let's move forward. I finally got him dressed. I apologize. This has been bad. Bad radio. Oh, a hot rod walks out, and all of a sudden, everybody's booing, thinking, Hot Rod ain't gonna stand no chance. <laughs> all he's ever done is actually destroy Andre the Giant, because I made him look like a fool. <laughs> they raised my hand. I'm the first man to ever beat the champion. I am the champion. I am and the true champion. Stay more action after this. You are listening to World's Famous. Do, do, diddly, do. There are many things in the world that chap my hide. I hate fart trucks. I hate loud music outside my house. I hate it when people are just like loud and rude. I hate it when people eat weird outside food at the movie theaters. When dudes bring like a plate of lasagna and they eat it next to me. It makes me sick. I hate it. I hate it when people take off their shoes in public. Just so many things bother me. But one of the things that bothers me more than any other things that chap my hide like a jar of paste picante sauce is 
litter. I absolutely despise litter. Just the audacity of somebody to go out, drink a bottle of soda, throw the bottle on the ground like somebody else is going to pick it up. It drives me ape. I cannot even tell you how ape it drives me. It drives me crazy. I myself, I do my part. I'm of the opinion that if you're out there and you see something and you don't do something about it, you are now officially complicit. If you see some litter and you go, how disgusting, litter, and you don't pick it up, guess what? You're a litter bug now too because you could have done something about it. I pick up a lot, a lot, a lot of litter on my rounds around the neighborhood. There used to be this guy who would walk around the hood. He was a small... Very elfish looking dude, long white hair, very happy, very friendly, and he carried around this pokey stick, like a stick with a nail on it. And he would go and he would just pick up litter as he went along. And I always thought this guy was very, very admirable. And I I try to keep that going now today in my neighborhood. I haven't seen this guy in many moons. It's very likely that he's passed away or moved away because he was elderly when I saw him. And this was like, this was like eons ago, but I, I try to live up to what I saw him doing, and I pick up my litter all the time. I always come home with like two or three plastic bottles, maybe an aluminum can stuffed in my pocket. I squish them down, stick them in my sweatshirt pocket while I walk because it's up to all of us to be official trash busters. And this will be something we're going to try to do together going forward in the show. What I want to do is start the IC Robots Radio Trash Busters Coalition, and I need your help. When you guys are out there doing your HPI, when you're out there doing your built this city on getting swole, going for a walk with your family, doing all kinds of fun stuff like that. If you see a piece of litter, if you see some garbage on the ground, pick it up. Let me know you picked it up. Let me know you threw it away. And I will shout you out here in the segment known as Trash Busters. To get us started, we have our first ever IC Robots Radio Trash Buster. This is a man who goes by the name of Joe Nobody. Joe Nobody is the leader of the toughest scooter gang in Santa Rosa. These are guys who go by the name of the Working Class Scooter Club, and they have adopted a stretch of highway, and they keep it clean all through the goodness of their heart. This warms me, makes me feel good that there are tough guy bikers out there like Joe Nobody and the Working Class Scooter Club doing good work. These guys are tough. These guys have all the other scooter gangs running for fear, the Devil Twins running. The showbiz boys running. All these guys are scared, and they are scared of how good and normal and nice these people are. Big shout out to Joe Nobody, the first ever IC Robots Radio Trash Buster. Please, go pick up some trash on your walk. Send me a pic of the trash. Send me a pic of you picking up the trash. I'll give you a retweet. Hit me up at IC Robots on the tweets, facebook.com backslash icy robots instagram backslash icy robots it's icy robots everywhere i-s-e-e-r-o-b-o-t-s as if i am out there looking for robots on the horizon hit me up i'll shout you out on the show you can be an official icy robots radio trash, trash buster like our guy joe nobody and the working class scooter club of santa rosa california i'm here at one with nature Clearing my mind, clearing my thoughts, getting myself prepared spiritually, mentally, emotionally. I've forgotten what it's like to lose. This is the world's famous IC Robots show. All right, this is me, your dude, IC Robots, and I was uh, I was out on a stroll in the woods the other day. I did some hiking out and about here in Santa Rosa, California. I hit up. Uh, I hit up Annadale State Park. I parked over on the Spring Lake side and I walked all the way through up and around and then then back again. There's a there's like a lot of it. It's like in the open, like in the wide open and it feels like a desert, like the ground is red and you're like hiking through the uh through the blistering sun. So I'm I'm glad to have this new uh Yomiuri Giants hat. So that was aiding me in not getting uh baked by the sun. 
I didn't turn out like a baked apple. Remember, remember doing baked apples as a, a school project? Like you would carve like a head in the apple, and then the teacher would like bake them or whatever in the oven, then bring them back, and they would be like, they would be like shrunken heads and and whatever. We did that a couple times in at Binkley Elementary. I think that like one time we were supposed to make like historical figures, and I made like a like a Union soldier, like from the Civil War, complete with like a little hat. She gave us these these like styrofoam cones that we wrapped in like uh, construction paper to make make hats and clothing out of and stuff, and that was pretty fun. But I I didn't wind up as a baked apple out in the woods. Thanks to my hat. But I did see some interesting wildlife. That's one of the, the fun parts about going out and about in, in, into the world. You see, like, strange creatures and weird alien-like uh, life forms or whatever. Let's let's run down quickly what I saw when I was out there in Annadale this past Monday. I saw turkeys. I saw, like, five or six wild turkeys all by themselves. I saw two different kinds of deer. I saw a baby deer. Then also, like, a big deer with antlers. I saw a bunch of lizards. I also saw like a peregrine falcon, like a like a bird of prey, like up on a up on a tree looking down at me. I saw squirrels and I saw chipmunks. And then I saw something that I have never, not never, never, ever, ever seen out in the woods before. I saw a coyote. I've never like ever seen one. I know that they're around and I know that if you live in like a desert state, they're very common, but I've never seen one in the state park. It was weird. We're like, we're like walking along. Me and the wife are just like strolling around and I look over and I'm like, look, I think that's a dog. And then I look closer. I'm like, no, that's a coyote. And it was like, it was out and about by itself. It wasn't with the coyote pack. It was just sort of like walking around. Then it looked at us. Then it looked back. And then it walked onto the trail that we were on. And it walked across the trail and he headed off on his way. I I looked it up when I got home. I looked it up on my phone, like how, how common it is to see a, see a coyote out in the woods. And they said, it's not so common to see him during the day. Except for this time of year, because this is mating season, so they're like out and about looking for a, looking for love in all the wrong places. I, I also found something else, and I wasn't even sure I was going to tell the story in the show, but I'm, I'm going to tell it anyway because it's a little interesting and it kind of goes in the trash busters category. We we were walking around, and I wanted to get an action figure picture. I had the Fisher Price Space Lady with me. She's one of my favorite uh, picture subjects, and I was looking for like. I was looking for some kind of a rocky, mossy area that I could use to make, like, an alien environment. If you, if you like, mess around with the colors of the moss, you can change it to, like, pink or blue or whatever. And it looks, it looks really alien. But we were down in the, uh, we were down in the creek looking for an area. And I saw, like, I saw a plastic bag sticking out of a tree over, over where we were at. And I'm like, you know, that's disgusting. I can't believe somebody would, like, leave their lunch out here. So I was going to walk over to it, pull it out. And take it out with me, because like I said, if you see the litter and you don't do anything about it, you are now officially complacent, especially if you complain. If you toss out a complaint and then you don't do anything about it, you're like a jerk of all jerks. So I went over to the, uh, I went over to the hollowed out log to grab the bag out of there so I could hump it on the, uh, on the exit to the car. And when I picked it up, it was a bag of an illicit substance, a substance that goes by the name of marijuana. I couldn't believe it. It was like, by my estimates, maybe like a pound or so, because like I picked it up, it felt like about a pound, maybe a bit more. And the whole thing was like really dusty and really weathered. So it had been out there for a while. I don't know what the idea behind this was. Like, maybe someone was just trying to be friendly and they were, like, uh, leaving a gift for another Cheech and Chong type, you know? Or maybe 
this was some kind of like drug buy that that went wrong or whatever but i know not i know not but i in the end i stuffed it back down into the hollow log because i don't know man maybe somebody's gonna come look for it i have no idea i have no clue but it's there it's there in the state park if you uh if you're looking for that make note that that substance that particular substance is legal here in california so it's not like it's not like i found a bag of angel dust or something out there i found something that like you know, it's akin to finding, like, I, I I don't know what you would say, like, like finding, like, a case of beer hidden behind a tree or something. But I thought that that was, I still thought that that was interesting. It was, it was a pretty big bag, pretty sizable sack. And judging by, like, the dust on the sack and just, like, everything around it, it looked like it had been there for, for quite a while. Let's, uh, let's pull our animal spirit guide card. I have this deck of tarot-like cards with animal spirits imbibed inside of them. Let's pull one out now and we're going to see what kind of guidance the animal kingdom can give us for the upcoming week. The card that I have right here in front of me is the meerkat. And it shows the meerkat up on its legs. The meerkat's like a jungle beast. It's small, cute. It's kind of like a squirrel, sort of, but longer and taller. And it says, the meerkat advises, get support from a trusted group of like-minded friends. It's always important. It's like very important to have like a friend group or some kind of support group that you can call upon when times got hard. I think that like, I think that like with this hardship, we just uh, are nearing the end of this, this stay at home era. One of the things that was really arising was people weren't able to get support from their friends. You were kind of blocked off from everybody. So you, you had to become self-reliant. So make sure that like, you're not too dependent on your friends because you never know what's going to happen, but you got to make sure that you have these people out there that can hold you, take care of you, and give you the uh, aid that you need in a time of crisis. Watch this show with the kid called Meerkat Manor, and they would, like, follow these uh, meerkats out in the in the woods and, like, attest all these, like, storylines and things to the different characters and make it, like, friendly for the kids to watch. That was, that was a fun show, dude. Meerkat Manor. I remember reading somewhere that, like, behind the scenes, the meerkats were, uh, they were killing each other left and right, and the show was, like, not as nice as we were led to believe. Because, you know, they're animals, dude. They're animals. What are you gonna do, man? It's like if a coyote crosses your path, that coyote might bite your neck off the bat, might sting you and turn you into a vampire. You don't know, dude. You can't predict what an animal's gonna do. But, uh, anywho... I think we're going to get up out of here until we meet again, until we're all together again. Make sure to go bust some trash. That's crucial. Bust some trash. Send me a pic. You'll be an official Icy Robots Radio Trash Buster. Do your Built This City on getting swole. Go do some exercise. Go for a walk. Take a hike. Go look at the wildlife out there. And until we are in each other's loving arms again, I still don't have a neat sign-off. So uh, you guys take care of yourselves, and we'll be back soon. All right. Um, am bring an order. And you know I got to have that. want a mystery some people listen then say we're whack but if they miss the show they get the heart attack now look at you you're sitting there biting your lip the whole world sees you as a hypocrite live out the first law and make yourself preservation if the show doesn't help you change the station if you don't want peace in the world love peace and happiness in an endless world if all you want to do is keep the whole world back you're the one that's whack and we're world's world's
ID Robots Radio is a listener-supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. Supportthereport.com